millions you offer me, she's a co-host, and I won't go against her. Dunkin' Donuts. So that's, that's good, basically where the talks broke good, down. That's a good move to do. That's, that's nice of you. I'm loyal to my friends, even though it costs me money. Anthony on Air Podcast, back for another episode. Thanks so much for joining us. We have so much to get to on this episode, including... One of the crummiest things that Glenn Maxwell has ever done. We'll update you on that. Speaking of crummy, Hunter Biden's back in the news, and it's not for anything good. Of course not. Uh, the U.S. is trying to develop a COVID-19 and other virus-fighting pill. Uh, Rita Moreno weighs in on the Lin-Manuel Miranda controversy. We'll talk about all of that coming up here on this episode. Uh, Candace Owens and Juneteenth. Always great when we could talk about Candace Owens. We lost a star from Pee Wee's Playhouse and uh, the Waffle House challenge kind of happened. We got to get into that. And challenge. Well, it was a Waffle House bit. We'll talk about it. And uh, the HBO Max controversy that is going to make you smile. It's probably one of the nicer uh, stories that we have. We'll go over that. And Zack Snyder has chimed in on the whole Batman enjoying uh, Catwoman thing. So was Val Kilmer. Oh, has he? I didn't even know that. I'll see. So I'm going to learn something from Frankie C on this episode. There you go. Banger hanger, listener feedback, uh, and more. Jay Sabs on the way. Frankie C here with us. How you doing, my man? Doing all right. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, do you remember a little while ago we talked about this shitty move that Ghislaine Maxwell was doing where she was suing one of her accusers for legal expenses and the yeah, sum it was, was like 20 bucks or something? $13.70. A woman under the pseudonym Jane Doe filed a lawsuit last year accusing Ghislaine of acting like an older sister when Doe was 13 years old. She said that Ghislaine groomed her uh, and all the bad things happened to her. She dropped the case uh, to join a settlement that came from the victim's compensation fund that was set up. After the case was dropped, Maxwell's lawyer, Laura Menninger, took action on a provision that allows the prevailing party to be reimbursed for costs other than legal fees when a case is dismissed on one's accord. According to Bloomberg, Maxwell filed a bill for $5 to cover the court docket fees and $8.70 for other costs, a total of $13.70. That um, is the most petty, stupid, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even think of a word for it because it's shitty. It's, it's, it's shitty. It shitty is, is shitty. the word you're looking for. That's a good word. Um, and this is coming from somebody that grouped in a like, I mean, the shittiest thing you could think of. And this may be the shitty cherry on top it's of the shit the Sunday. It's one yeah. of the sprinkles on the, on that shit Sunday. Well, this week she won and was awarded the $13 oh and 70 cents. God, that, you know, that is just, you hear something like that and you go, what the hell are we doing as you know as a society the Come legal on. system could be a real bitch sometimes Come you know? on and she's got to what she's got to write a can you imagine you're a victim of this person and you got to hand them over money no matter what the amount is does you're right you're a thousand percent right it doesn't just, matter what the money is it doesn't matter you got to give them something of yours now like you haven't uh, suffered enough now you gotta i mean it could be a dollar and it's it's still makes you feel even yeah. more terrible than you already do. 
I heard something once, and I actually don't even think that this is true, but like if you get like a red light ticket, if it's like a $50 ticket, if you like make them out a check for like $49.99, it'll show as paid, but they won't close the case or something. So they, they can't what do you mean cash if it's a $50 it. ticket. If it's like a $50 ticket, like if you shortchange the money that you send in, okay, it supposedly trips up the system and, and they. So they, it's not like you haven't paid, but you haven't paid in full, so they can't cash it. Or it's like this weird thing. I don't think it's true. I believe it was like debunked. But I wish the person could do that, like write a write a check for thirteen dollars and sixty nine cents, just to kind of like, you See, know. If I was the judge, you'd be like, yeah, I got this one. Yeah, here, here's your twenty. Well, that's here's the thing with the legal months. system. You can't unless you can be judged by your peers. But these procedural things, they have to go by the letter of the law. And in this particular instance, she's kind of. All right. All right. If I were the lawyer, if I were Jane Doe's lawyer, I'd be like, I, I got this one. <laughs> you know, I'll. I'll oh, pick up I'll the tab, put, you mean? I'll pick oh, up sure. the tab. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not making you pay oh, this asshole. Right. No, got it. If you're the lawyer, especially because God knows what she's getting millions from the victims fund and the lawyer is probably getting percentage right. a healthy percentage of that. You, you pick up the tab for this a million percent. I mean, that, that's just a petty, ridiculous fee that, that. But how does this Laura Menninger sleep at night? I mean, oh, she's the, what? She's the lawyer. I forget. She's, she's the, the lawyer that put it through. Yeah. Like, Ghislaine's lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I mean, you got to do I, I, I get. That as a lawyer, you kind of have to do what your client wants, right? I mean, you can't just. Who knows even who knows if, is, if this is really coming from her, if it's not, if it was the lawyer that said, hey, we can do this. And she was like, OK, go ahead. I, I don't really know, but it's no matter shitty. what. It's a shitty thing. So shitty. It's so shitty. The $13. I mean, if you were any kind, if you wanted to gain any kind of sympathy vote, if that's your angle, if you're right. in the lane. Right. This is not the way to do it, you know. That that's a that's another as if you didn't have another enough shit against you, right? This is just another thing that makes you look like a, even more of an asshole. And that's the thing too, because I don't know if they could bring this up in their trial that she's going to be facing. But isn't this bad on her character? It's public knowledge. We all yeah. know it. Yeah, of course it's bad. It's or do you be... think this this Laura Menninger is out there going? No, it's good because she did nothing wrong and. This is a this is proof of that. This is proof that oh, we're so not like, going to pay for things that we didn't do. Blah blah blah. Uh, so like she's saying, oh, if she's innocent, she has no reason to right to you know forget a bill. It's this is this is her right. fighting for her. You know, uh, but still, I don't know why these things thirteen bucks isn't squashed somehow. So world. stupid. That's so such stupid. A stupid thing. Anyway, she's continuing to complain about jail conditions. Uh, now she is saying vermin poop is raining down on her and raw sewage is flowing through her cell. That's the latest court papers. They don't have her under a bridge where, you know, she's in a cell. Where the hell do we think she is? She's not, you know, I feel like there's a troll and you have to answer three questions to get to her. No, <laughs> she's in a cell. There's not sewage running through. I can't believe that there's sewage running through yeah. her cell as feces are raining down on her i mean it, it feels maybe like the one beginning, fell from the ceiling maybe it feels like the beginning of a pixar movie to a certain right? degree doesn't it like when there, there's down times in fairytale land yeah the i mean i can understand like i bet there was she found some dropping somewhere maybe and it fell out of the ceiling sure i could believe that but if it's it's not raining down on her number one 
Number two, I don't think it's flowing through. No. Maybe her toilet backed up one day. But other than that. If it's I mean, flowing anywhere, it's flowing in between her ears, that's for sure. Boom. Ghislaine Byrne. Um, let's get off of Ghislaine Maxwell and talk about a fine, upstanding citizen, and that would be <sighs> Hunter Biden. Not looking good, Hunt. We are we're in... Like, when you think about the shittiest first children, he's quickly racing to the top. I mean... Yeah, this is bad. He's not looking good with these texts. We've been on a long run of... of okay, first children. Um, I mean, I guess, well, you're making a face. The Trump kids? Trump kids are assholes. They're okay. I, I, no, I, they're not. They're hunting I, animals for sport. They're, they're, you know, they represent us and they're all coked up on, you know. Well, I forgot about that. Here's what I was saying. Let me clarify what I was going for. We were on a good run because I feel like they were all young. Like past Trump, the, the Bush, uh, Obamas were young kids. Bush's sure. kids were fairly young. I mean, a little older than the Obama kids. Yeah, but they were harmless too. You know, the, fairly that's young. The thing when they're young, you know, they're they're harmless. They're not, they can't do anything. Yeah, representing the country. You know, they they're in school and they're not into politics at all. Chelsea never gave much of an issue. She was young. Right. There, she, there were no controversies with with them because they were young. Who was but, before that? Bush. Bush one. I don't remember hearing much about the Bush kids during Bush one's administration. No, we, and we were young too, so we didn't really. But they were probably older. Uh, I mean, was that thirty years ago? How old was George W. Thirty years ago, and Judge? This hurts. Thirty that uh, thirty years ago thing hurts. Feels I'm like sorry. it was yesterday. <laughs> Jesus. But again, we weren't paying attention to politics when we were what ten years, eight eight years old. Yeah. Years old. Well, the kids don't tend to be shitty. It's always the stepbrother or sister. I feel mostly the stepbrother. Yeah, the yeah. black sheep. Of the, yeah, usually they're always the problem. Well, who's the step in these cases? No, it's Hunter in this case. Uh, he's in trouble because he called Asians yellow in a text exchange with his lawyer. Nope. No. With his cousin. Right. So it's one thing for your lawyer to sell you out when your cousins are starting to sell you out. That's... Yeah, I mean, unless someone's hacking, which is, I guess, entirely possible, like, it would have to be his cousin who, who gave over those texts. Right? I mean, you would assume. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But unless someone hacked their phone, which I guess is possible. The cousin, you know, how does how does anybody get a hold of these texts? Well, this actually legitimately came from the, they're saying, the Daily Mail is reporting that this came from the laptop. The lap, so the texts are on the laptop? Yeah, well, because when you have an iPhone, let me, let me explain this yeah, to Frank. Hold on, audience. When you're a normal person I with like... You. I, have, I have a, uh, what's it called, an Android. And it's the it's the newer of the androids, but it's an is Android. It? It's, it's do you even know what you have? I do. I have a Samsung. <laughs> You're looking at Galaxy S ten E. I off the top of my head is a lot of it's a Galaxy S ten E. It's what's important is is it does what you need it to do, which is remind you when the early bird special is, right? Is that that's what you're going to say? Getting dinner at an affordable price <laughs> at an earlier time of the day is 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 just fine. You're the oldest man that I know, and I'm friends with a 97-year-old, okay? I just want to put that out there. Did you get that when you signed up for your Costco membership? Listen, my a it came with my AARP card. <laughs> Be honest. Did you buy it from the little phone shack on the way in and out of Costco? Be honest. Or BJ's? 
I got it from an actual T-Mobile store. <laughs> okay. From a T-Mobile store? You go to you're a T-Mobile guy. I am a T-Mobile guy. I wouldn't have picked that. What, what does that mean? Catherine Tita Jones. What brought you over to T-Mobile? I'm on a family plan. I, it's not my call. I'm on Verizon because of the family plan. That's how they get you. And I don't care what network I'm on as long as it works. And, Neither you know, do I. Uh, gone are the days when networks matter, right? Don't you agree? Like it used I to really, be like if you weren't on Verizon, you were screwed. But now I feel fair, like they're all the same. To be fair, though, there are a couple of crappy ones that the service is pretty terrible. Like if is you're it? on the lower grade ones, yeah. I, I, I work with people who the whole business is phones and some of them, they have no service. They get mm. the calls don't go through all the, you know, most of the time it's a pain. And they're on some like no name, you know. But there are there are like a good half dozen that are decent, up there with T-Mobile and and Verizon, Sprint, AT and T. I think that's the same thing now. Sprint and AT and T, right? I, I don't know. They've all merged. Sprint Sprint merged with somebody. I don't remember. Yeah, how. I don't know. But whatever. Anyway, uh, screenshot from uh, the laptop capture posted by the Daily Mail has Caroline, the daughter of the president's brother james suggesting hunter uh setting hunter up with one of her friends do you want foreign or domestic she asks at one point before adding i can't give you effing asian sorry i'm not doing it the next two messages from hunter read domesticated foreigner and is fine the next message after that reads no yellow oh what douchebag oh what a dick the biggest dick oh that sucks dude who would want to set set up somebody like this with somebody that, that they know uh, by the way the last couple of times people are like do you know anybody that i could set up so and so with my answer has been no and it's been that way for like 15 years it's been a long time i don't, I don't know, know a decent people, person really. that we could set anybody by the way my wife and i did that once you know mm-hmm. You set someone up and it no good. Well, they're married with kids, but they're not talking to us anymore. Do I know this person? You do. <laughs> you do know this person, Frank. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a long weird story, but it, it just never worked out. You know, the same. I don't know if you could see the the uh, the thing there. The thing there. The the, the didgeridoo. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't know what this guy is, but I, I, he's he's gonna continue. I feel like this is not gonna be the last time we talk about Hunter Biden being a real piece of shit. What is going on, man? I mean, has anybody commented on any of these things? Their stories. Yeah, they're popping out, and it's like I know people are gonna be like, "Well, the mainstream media is hiding all this stuff." They're not. I mean, it's. I saw all the articles come out. They're there. It's just not getting that, like... It's weird, because if you go back to Bush, even, if this, if the ch- like a child of the president had this big of a, a racial slur two weeks in a row, two consecutive weeks... It'd be big news. It, it would be, be gigantic. We're talking, we'll talk about it. That's fine. And we're talking about it, but it's weird. It is not, I don't know if it's the right versus left thing or if it's 
we're just so consumed and overwhelmed with information now. It's, it's moving so quickly. I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's a little bit of a bias thing, too, because if it were, I'm going to be honest, if it were Trump's kids, it should be everywhere. It would be, yeah, if this were Trump kids, it would be everywhere, so, absolutely everywhere. That's and it's not like true. they haven't thrown around that race, racial accusations of the Trumps, of the whole family. And absolutely. You know what's crazy about that is you've, I've never, you've never seen it, ever. It's you've never seen factual evidence of it. It's always these reports or suspicions. I remember the worst it ever got was, uh, who's the guy I love, the magician, Penn and Teller. I was saying that on The Apprentice. He said that what he said was he walked into the room or something, or he couldn't remember, but it, he, he, there was a, a he, there was like a hint of something racial. He never said like the oh. n-word or whatever but they were and he said i couldn't remember what it was because it was like 10 years ago he's like but i remember at the time thinking that's a little inappropriate that's all he said well, and that the story became trump used n-word on apprentice to you know yeah no, I mean, and and penn had to come out and say i can't believe i'm in a position now where i have to defend this guy but the fact of the matter is is that's not what he said he did say something that made me uncomfortable at the time, and I don't really remember what it is. Yeah, no, I mean, the only thing I could think of is there's a video footage of Trump testifying or something, and it had to do with Native Americans, and I don't remember the, the context. It was something about the land. It was like a land dispute of some kind. I don't remember. Don't quote mm. me. But the language in that was not exactly PC, as far as I can remember. I'm sure it wasn't. It wasn't like the worst that you could say. You know, he wasn't like you know, saying the racist things ever, but he, you know, it wasn't, again, it wasn't PC. Right. So, but it was like, it was the, like the eighties, I, I think. I don't remember the whole context. But I don't even think we had online. PC it's back on, in the eighties. It's on YouTube. It's Trump giving some kind of testimony or something and he's in court and he's talking about Native Americans and there's a, there's, there's some language about that he used like, that was like not, yeah. By the way, PC. speaking of not PC, I don't even think they like the term Native Americans anymore. I think they like indigenous is, people. Is that right? I think that's the new one now. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of everybody's they want to thing. Be called, that is fine with me. I have no problem. I don't give a shit either, but it's I don't I get a little upset when they get mad that we don't know what the latest thing is. It's like sometimes Tell me what it is and I'll go by that. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm using the wrong thing. Well, I'm I'll, you know. I'm going to have to bleep out what you I'll have to bleep out the NA word you just said because You said it too. 10 years ago when you're making your ellie kemper apology this is going to all come back to haunt us if that's the wrong term then that's the wrong term and i apologize but i don't know what the right term is if it's not native american it's indigenous you said i think they i think that's indigenous fine. people's day is kind of becoming the thing for columbus day and uh they i think that's cool. become I'm the preferred in. the preferred nomenclature as uh so as the dude likes to say in the big lebowski I will say indigenous then. That's how do I get you to how do I get you to ease off on uh, gay people on your text messages then like you did just now for the indigenous people? Because you still are texting show, a lot of homophobic. Show me stuff. those texts. Can you show them? Well, show I'm going to release them at, when, right yeah, before show. the election. I'm going to release them. I want, them no, right I want you to show everybody watching. I'm going to release it on my so -called timeline. Texts. Oh, we have them. Okay, good. We have it. I'm going to release it on my timeline. Okay. 
Do I have hair dye dripping down my cheek? Anyway, uh, so Hunter Biden is a real piece of shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know where this ends or how this goes. I mean, I mean, what the hell? And there's no comments, right, from anybody, Hunter or his family or anybody. And I haven't seen anybody at the White House press corps ask him about this. Why? I don't Why know. They? This is what the Daily Mail. Daily Beast. The Daily Mail. Daily Mail. Is the, are the only ones talking about this, or is it other other places? You know, other well, everybody's running with it, but they got to it first. So what the hell? Why? Uh, you feel like this would be one of the big questions? They they, they have press con. They're not hiding. They have press conferences all the time, every day. By the way, Caroline Biden last year pled guilty to DUI in Pennsylvania, of which she received no jail time. She also pled guilty to petty larceny in 2018 after she used a stolen credit card to purchase $110,000 worth of goods at an upscale Greenwich Village pharmacy. That's not petty larceny. That's grand larceny. What? Petty larceny, I think, is under 1000 also, what is an upscale Greenwich Village pharmacy? I mean, I've been in the village a ton of times. I've never seen an upscale pharmacy. Is there something higher than a CVS? I mean, what, what's, what, was, what is that? What, is ups, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Everything's slightly more expensive. <laughs> this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. We give you the real drugs here. Yeah. Not the not the crap that they give you at CVS. I want to know what kind of dandruff shampoo they got at that place that we don't have at our Walgreens. You know what I'm saying? Upscale. Upscale Greenwich Village Pharmacy. That feels like, is that code for drug den? It feels like that's code for drug den. I don't know. Anybody in Greenwich Village, let us know. If somebody said to me, Aunt, we're all going to the upscale Greenwich Village Pharmacy. Do you want to go? I'd be like, I don't do drugs. But thanks. First of all, even if it were a regular, if it were any pharmacy, who says that? Who says we're going? And I'm going to CVS. You want to go? Listen, loser. Just because you've never been invited to a pharmacy party doesn't mean that these sure. things don't exist. Sure they do. I'm just not privy. They already got the balloons there. There's cakes. There's drinks. I mean, well, you know. Yeah, you know that holiday aisle with all the candy and stuff. Sometimes best holiday aisles in CVS. And there's games. Remember when you were a kid and you were just in a shitty situation and like your parents like or like you were visiting some aunt or whatever or something out a toy in the in the CVS aisle and... in the shitty drugstore aisle and you get like this just awful stupid game that would break it. three no, days but I'm you getting, loved it you get like the big bag of like animals or the big bag of bugs or whatever those rubber stupid things or are. army guys that was the, those or the like. Guys, like the the like the little tiny plastic with the string at the end and a magnet it would be like the little fishing thing yes like the cheap fishing game i remember when my uh i don't know what is it 15 years ago or so my brother was in the was in the hospital and i had a we were there and we were waiting for days and stuff he's fine uh but um is i he? bought i, mean, I bought all the well, beg to differ relatively yeah uh i bought all these they were pens but they had games on them like it was a pen i still have a couple of them and it was a um, like operation mm -hmm. at the top of it, so it had, everything was attached to to strings. It was like you a take, fat, like a big fat pen. Yeah, it was like this, but like double the double the size, and it had. Frank's like a, holding up a sharpie, by the way. Sharpie, yes, and it had like a um, uh, just like a piece of plant. The top was the top of it had the um, what's it called guy on it. Uh, the operation, operation guy. guy, and in, there were like four or five things that you could take out. 
and at the top you pull out the little tweezer it was attached to a wire and you had to play and all the things were attached to strings so you couldn't lose them and if you touched the side the nose would light up and well that and there was a, a connect four one i had like three or four of them and i was passing them out to everybody and we were all playing games nice in the waiting room so that was i mean i don't know what my point was but it's amazing <laughs> no it's just amazing what you use to pass time oh, little toys. Yeah, little games. and like i can remember there were it was like the size of a phone now but it was like you would put double a batteries in it and there was little games and you could also buy them at drugstores and it would be like a slot machine or blackjack and my family we would play this we'd have there would be like two or three games around and we had this year competition going because you would play and you'd get points and we would like write down or keep track of who had the most points and it this went on for like an entire summer of us just like bragging about these and it was a stupid little game and then eventually it was like hot potato where somebody would be playing and running up their score but the batteries would die and then that was it uh, you, that didn't count because you had to show proof to you know i remember one summer my entire family on my mom's side i was like 20 of us we got addicted to this game i think it was on like sega genesis and it was called 10 pin alley it was a bowling game I, heard, I remember that. Remember that? And he had all the different characters, and everyone would bowl a different way. Yeah. And we would just have tournaments, and it was the whole summer. And it was so, you know, we were inside, all just, <laughs> just glued addicted. to it. And we would, yeah. like, had the songs memorized, you know, the, the alley way, the, the bowling alley songs that would yeah. play. It was such a fun time. That was so cool. That was my family when, when Game Boy hit and Tetris was the thing. We were just playing that shit like crazy. Just everybody playing Tetris. That was good stuff. Those were good times. Now the games are just wait. There's so much more. I hate to sound old. No, I don't. I love to sound old. But the games today, they're way more complicated. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, yeah. There's like there's like 40 buttons on the controller. You would know used to be two. How old are you? I mean, you really. Oh, man. I don't know these buttons. There's so many As I'm buttons. saying these things out loud. <laughs> It's, um, it's sinking in that I, I sound like an old person. There's but I could play them. I could play them. But when we were kids, they were, they were easier. There were three or four buttons. I can't play these games with all the buttons. Hey, my, I grew up my with prostate. GameCube. I have to stop and pee. I grew up with GameCube, and that had a lot going on. That had that had the uh, the tri prong controller with the with the toggle switches and the back buttons. Mm -hmm. So I had we had a lot of that stuff too, but. I feel like today it's, it's it's way different. Did you grow up with GameCube, or did you yes. grow up with that game that had the ball at the end of the string with the cup, and you had to flip no, it no, up no. in there? I, I grew up because I remember going to a museum and seeing that's what kids were playing back in the 1600s, so, and that feels like it's more yours. What your I had was the big wheel and the stick that you chase up the block. <laughs> that's what I had. That was fun. <laughs> there was no point to it. You just had to chase it. That was good times. You're so fucking old. It's, it's like a wagon wheel. You're the oldest 40-year-old I know. Shut up. I'm not 40 yet. Aren't you? Um, what's weird is back during the, the Sega Genesis days. Love Sega Genesis. Hunter Biden was still calling Chinese people yellow. That's what's so, at least he's consistent. He's consistently a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's not good, though. No. We got to get some statements from these people. Oh, Hunter yeah. and the family. Could you imagine? What could they say? The only defense is... That's all fake. I don't know where this is coming from. It's doctored. I don't know who who released this, but it's 
Someone's messing with me. That's the only acceptable answer, if it's true. And it's and and so here's a weird thing, because again, like if we're talking about the days of like cable news pre-internet, this would have been months of stories and exposés. They would have been talking to his high school teachers and friends, and you know what I'm saying, his grammar school buddies. And, I know. Look at like, the. Well, look at was the, he racist back then? And there would be somebody. Oh, yeah, he called me the. You know. Well, we just, look how much um, traction. Uh, What's it called? Obama wearing a tan suit got. That was like a week. Yeah, it was, remember it was everything. That? It was the biggest scandal. He wore a tan suit. A tan suit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. It was literally like after that where it was just like we it it, it things things just changed. It was like yeah. right after that things just changed. I fucking loved Obama. Everything was just um I have to tell you this story because it it just makes me laugh so hard. I was listening to Conan. I like Conan's podcast. And um, he had, I was listening to John Krasinski. And then it flipped over into Conan O'Brien. I might have skipped one in the middle that I don't really care for. But he's telling this story about he hosted a White House thing or whatever it was. And he, Conan takes his, so... He does this show, and now everybody's in line to meet Obama. And he takes his kids, his young son and his young daughter at the time. They were little kids. And um, his son is being a real shithead. And he's, like, throwing a tantrum and complaining. And he he's like, doesn't want to be on the line. And Conan and his wife are like, it's the president. Like, you're going to meet the president. He's like, I don't want to meet the president. He's, like, throwing this huge tantrum. He's, he said Justin Bieber was on the show, too. And... Justin Bieber came over and I was like, come on, dude, be cool. And he was like, no. And he was like being mean to <laughs> Justin Bieber. And Conan goes, I turned to the secret service and I said, if you have a shot, take it. <laughs> oh, that's classic. <laughs> Fucking love Conan. He's like, so off the cuff my, hilarious. Like, I can't get my son under control if you have a shot, take it. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. That's why I love Conan. Conan. Oh man, he just off the. He could be funny at a drop of a hat. You know. So funny. His He's last so show great. is the twenty fourth next week. Next week, next uh, Thursday. Yeah, it's a it's Thursday. A weird day. It's, it's a last show. Home. I I did have a thought. I'm gonna kick myself for saying this. I did have a thought of us doing a, a live watch along, but I, is he's on late at night? What time is he on? 11 30 11 something 11 maybe maybe this is why he's going off the air because nobody nobody else yeah when the hell is that show the 24th is definitely his last episode before he goes over to uh hbo max with everybody else all right so it's not like he's going away we got you know he's still beyond he's still gonna do something and his podcast is great um but it's just weird because because it's all actually the same family i think doesn't or uh, Turner didn't Turner sell TBS or does he still have it? Eleven o'clock. I don't know. I think it's the same. I mean, it's only a half hour. The shows. I don't know if this one's going to be longer. Right. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're going to do it. But if you really want to see it, write in the comments. What? It's going to be the same style, same kind of show. For his last one, I don't know. I don't know no, if he no. can. The oh, HBO. They don't even know what it is. They just. And, 
or how many yeah it might just be like a week he might do one a week i don't know if it's gonna be sketch comedy or long form interviews or i don't know what it's gonna be it's it's all changed content is how many people stick with us you know i i love this audio like this is this has become their tonight show you know where they're like this is this is i don't the monologues are boring i come here get my jokes and stories and stuff like that it's it's weird how things have changed their own ways of consuming content this is one of them and i don't know i mean maybe that's the way of the future that everybody's going to be has there's just going to be a million different forms of uh of entertainment everybody chooses their own and everybody gets a piece of the, the action I mean, look, a lot of people have done it before him and a lot of other people are doing it. But credit Joe Rogan. He has gone without, I call it a mommy or daddy. You know what I'm saying? And he has done it on his own. And there's nothing stopping Conan because Conan produces a lot of his own stuff too. His podcast is produced by his company, right? His his YouTube stuff is produced by his own company, Curious Gamer or whatever. He's got a lot of stuff that he produces. So what do you need? What do you need TBS for to take some of the money that you could be making all on your own? It was the platform platform of the time. I mean, Rogan has literally built his wealth on the fact that there's not a daddy there taking 70 percent of what he's bringing in. Well, it made sense at the time when Conan went to TBS. That made sense. There were no podcasts. Of course, there was nothing going on online like this. But so, if you notice, it's like kind of that generation because he could he is one of the people that could make that jump and, and is still going. He's he's still in that old mentality of I got to have a home. I have to have approval of somebody to be doing this where Rogan is of that school of I don't want anything to do with that. I, I'll do it my own. And he's yeah, and he his show isn't as complicated. It's just him interviewing true. and talking about. People. Yeah, yeah, true. That's Conan, true. if you're going to do a Conan-style t- show, you need you probably need a, a network to, you know, to put some of the bill a little bit. I don't know if you do you. He probably doesn't, but you want a, a big crew that, you, you know, I'm sure he has to employ a bunch of writers and to do all this stuff. And it's probably a lot easier to have a network do it than to be responsible for it on your own. Yeah, I guess. You know? I don't know. But if you're, if you're whittling it down to a, a podcast... If a handful of people that'll do it, that'll help, then it's a lot easier. But if you're doing a Conan O'Brien style show with the big production value, you're going to need a big backer. I guess so. It feels like networks are only problems these days. HR and legal and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I feel like every everything, even if you're a podcast and, and you're, you know, if you're a Maybe not us, but if you're a uh, we don't Joe have an Rogan, HR department. We're not allowed. Joe Rogan, if you're a you know, if you're a Conan, you're gonna have to have some kind of you know HR some sort of protection. Yeah, I mean we don't have any because it's just us. If we hired a bunch of people and we had a huge staff, then we'd ha- probably have to get that kind of thing going. We have a huge staff. I just don't let them talk to you because you're so old and depressing. I'm talking about my huge staff. Uh, we are throwing $3.2 billion into the development of a COVID-19 pill. See, I thought 3.1 would be good, but 3.2 seems, seems better. Doesn't it seem like we're just throwing money around like crazy ever since COVID pill, baby, let's do it. 
Ever since 2008 and the financial crisis, when it was like a trillion dollars, and everybody was like, oh, I don't know. You know, it might as well be a, a gajillion, quadrillion dollars, because it doesn't, once it passes a certain amount, it's just incomprehensible to even think about. It's like a we, trillion dollars. It's we've like, become, we're like a like, drunk at a strip club. It just doesn't eat, like, we're just like. But hey, if a, what's the benefit of a COVID pill? Um, Better than a shot, I guess. People who, doesn't, who don't want to get a shot, they take a pill. And what, it, it's a vaccine-style pill? It's an antiviral pill, which I find, and this is what I find fascinating about the whole vaccine, too. It's that you, we've never been able to cure a virus. You know, common cold, flu, right? I mean, they've slowed HIV down tremendously. They've had a lot of luck well, with that. Is smallpox a virus? Was smallpox a virus? I don't know. Is smallpox a virus? I don't know. And producer's giving me a dirty look. Uh, this is an antiviral pill. They're saying that it an could eradicated treat... virus that used to be contagious. So we did cure a virus. Okay, there you go. They're saying it could treat COVID nineteen and other dangerous viruses that can turn into pandemics. New program that will invest in accelerating things that are already in progress for COVID nineteen, but also would work up uh, with treatments for other viruses. Said Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert. Love it. He, he announced the investment Thursday at a White House briefing. There are a few treatments that exist for many of the viruses that have pandemic potential, including Ebola, Dengue, West Nile, and the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. That's but he added that vaccines that. clearly remain the centerpiece of the arsenal. Hey, I love that they're trying to get ahead of these things. That's a good thing. And you know what? Bring it on. This is... What we did for COVID, I mean, I don't mean we, I mean society and the medical professionals out there that did for COVID. And we Dolly Parton, let's not forget Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, huge part. Um, what happened with that, what, what humanity did with COVID, we got we to pick the next one, cancer. Let's all rally together, get everybody on. Because yeah. everything kind of switched to COVID, right? We all kind of dropped what we were doing. And went, let's focus on COVID. Yeah. We got to drop what we're doing, focus on cancer. Drop what we're doing, focus on heart disease. You know. That's kind of like, remember post 9-11 when like everybody was just giving to 9-11 charities and then all right. the other charities that relied heavily on donations were like, oh my God, we're in, tr like, not that that's not important, but. I'm not saying forget about everything. I know I said drop what we're doing, but like, yeah, I just, but I think a majority like what we did for COVID, because cancer, I consider cancer an epidemic. It's not a virus, but it's it's killing, you know, millions far of more people than it should be. Yes, right. agree. I think it's something that we need to get a hold of, agree. or at least understand better and have better treatments for. Right now, what is? There's only a few treatments out there, and it's been decades of research. You know, let's kick it up a notch and maybe put all our gun. You know. All, aim all our our guns at this one thing for a little bit and see what we can come up with. I agree. And you know what's weird? Um, Fauci's really becoming a a real um, a tough subject, I feel. How so? There's so much going on with the theories of um, how COVID happened and, you know, what was yeah, done. And What does Fauci have to do with it? 
because there's this whole thing about, you know, they said it was, uh, you know, like a wet market and it jumped from bats to people. And then people were like, no, it came out of like it was released on purpose or the lab. And no matter what it was, Fauci said at the time that, um, could have been the lab and blah 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 and then when they were like well we found lab people that had were sick and blah 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 and then he was like well maybe it could be the lab that was right in the beginning we didn't know anything yet and then which is justifiable and then they were supposed to investigate it and then the person that he put in charge to investigate it is also the i forget the name of the guy well they're, invest they're still investigating it they're still investigating it and this is why i don't even want to like broach the subject and talk about it because i feel like we're years away like, this is a look back on investigation this is which is not easy let dust settle and then we're going to figure it all out people have wanted to fight about this a year ago and then they want and then at the same time too there was this like people are saying there is this like shutdown that you couldn't even talk about it coming from the lab that people were being censored which Maybe they were, but I didn't see anything like that. I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to talk be. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. But maybe. But but I feel like there was some... Like, and then there was this slapback of if you did say it was from the lab, you were racist because you were against Chinese people. And I, like the whole... You look back and you go, this is all... It's like a nightmare. The whole thing is like a mess. We just want to know what how it happened. That's you all. just want to okay. find out how it happened. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, I've been on... I've been... I'm on this podcast saying that China accident or not you know whatever it is even if even if you're gonna even in the best terms you possibly can say it still originated there there still should be some sort of yeah something and when you say china you don't mean china you mean it, the chinese it government it originated in one spot Right. Somewhere. It's not like every, all Chinese, you know, everybody in China is responsible for this. They're no, not. of course not. And certainly not Chinese people here. No, that's wrong. And then you got that America was backing this and donating money to it and re gain of function research. And there's all these crazy things. And then you have, because this is a story that's been reported, and we haven't been talking about it too much because it's, it's just so much. But but because again and there's just there's still more to be uncovered so it's hard to talk. Yeah, it's we don't like, have all the facts yet. We don't. Know it's what like we're saying, saying you, you, it's like arguing which which team is better in the middle of a playoff series. It's like let them crown a winner and then and then you know. Yeah, let's let's let the dust settle. But there's let's this get whole, all the facts. And there's this we'll... whole thing, Frank, about how like we were we were funding some of these places and then the people that Fauci had that was funding the places they were saying that they didn't want, this was in some of the Fauci emails, that they didn't want it getting out, that it was that because they're concerned that it would they would lose funding for important things, which is a legitimate concern to have because you don't want to have this slapback of, well, if we screwed this up, then no more funding because like you just said, you still need cancer funding. You still need funding. You still need funding to be able to fight future pandemics. Yeah. It's important. Who knows if COVID was, you know, got out on accident. But at the it probably was an accident. But yeah, at the same insane. time, you can't have the people that are worried about protecting, the, you know, their little thing investigating themselves. That's no, not going to bear people, any sort of fruit. That never works. You can't have the person accused being investigating themselves. That does that, that in any situation. Yeah, there's that a lot. Make there. any sense? There's just a lot to this, and you know something. To a degree, you feel bad for Fauci because I hate to sound like Frank here, but. 
um, to quote a comic book, as Frank loves to do so much. You know, what's that line in Batman where it's like you... Oh, now you want my help? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what did he say? You, you... I think it was uh, you... eat shit. Was you... the... <laughs> I think that was the line. You're, you either stick around long enough to see yourself turn in to be the bad guy. Yeah, Keep going. <laughs> so this is what I get to try and make people laugh. Now I can't get Frank to help me out. Maybe try to make me laugh once in a while. <laughs> you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's basically it. And, and that, I feel like that is basically our society. Because we, we, who, no matter who you are, there is X amount of love for you, and then eventually... Doesn't you, that, there are people that are, hero, uh, that are pure. Not every, again, nobody's perfect, of course. Mm -hmm. But there are... Well... There are heroes out there that, that, you know, even if they're not perfect, they're still held yeah. up above us. You know, not above us, but, you know, on a pedestal. It's just Martin so... Martin Luther King, you know... Uh, yeah, but even Martin Luther Mother King, Therese, I don't know. You, you go, you Google it, and you, people are out there going, that guy who, like, uh, cheated on his wives and did all these horrible things. There's almost, like, nobody. Like, literally, Mother Teresa. God even knows what people are saying about her. I, you know, I don't even know. But I get your point. I get your. There's still. There's a lot of great good people out there. There are good people, and that's my point with Fauci. Like, it, it, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you know, even even you have people. You don't want people that are going to protect what happened because they're worried about getting funding. Funding because yes, it's their livelihood, but at the same time, they're getting funding for things Important that are. Shit important for all of us but they do have to be there regulated. has to be has some to culpability exactly yeah it's and, it's complicated well there's got to be uh what's it called um just people checks and balances because if yes. They're, yes they're getting funding for important stuff but if they're not doing the right thing regarding that important stuff then what are we then we're funding a failed a failed project agree so much agree so, so much very right well said. Thank you. and and you know it's like I at the end of the day, I just think this was an accident. Like, oh, you know what else is interesting? So Fauci said it jumped from a bat to a human, and then it was no, it leaked out of the lab. But from what I've read, I could be wrong. This could have been debunked. But this is the last re report that I read. I forget where it came out of Vanity Fair or something, or went a reputable source, reputable enough that Tucker Carlson quoted it on Fox News. So there, there's some of my right people that are like fuck Vanity Fair and its leftness. Um, that it was found by a scientist in a bat cave so that she discovered it from a bat and brought it into the lab, and that's where the experiment... So it could be that it was actually be both. Yeah. Could be. You we know? know? We know very little at this point. So Which is why we haven't been talking about it, because... Right. It's all speculation right now. And then on top of that, you have the Chinese government... Not the most. Not that governments are open to begin with. They are especially not open to things to investigations yeah, why would they and be, such. Why would they say, go, go, "United States, you got us"? Well, come on in and search everything. It's not that you got us, but at a certain point, you gotta. Let's be honest. We do have this agreement amongst nations where you sometimes keep your guard you, up. everybody's got everything close to the plane things close to the vest yeah most famously the middle east with u.n inspectors right like there is this agreement of like okay you guys can come in and check and make sure that we're not doing 
some shady shit, nuclear arms deals, all this stuff. So that that infrastructure does exist. Right. And it would be just great if China would be like, listen, this was a thing. Let's all figure out what it is. Every country can send a person and we'll take a look at Because at the end of the day, I don't buy this argument that this was a weaponized thing because you look at how many people it took out everywhere. What was the weapon? Yeah, what, what was the goal? Just a weapon is, is I'm okay and I get the other side. This was, it got every side. Everyone. So I don't so, buy yeah, the weapon I, thing. I don't buy the weapon thing either. And I don't know what the Chinese government is saying right now. I don't know if they're like... I don't know what the Chinese government is saying because I don't understand Chinese. So it's really. (laughs) I don't know why I talk to you. (laughs) I don't know what the Chinese government is saying. Me either. I don't speak their language. And for that matter, you could throw France and Spain on the mix too because uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm of Italian descent. I don't know what the Italian government is saying half the time either. I could get a little bit of what the Italian government is saying. Well, if they say pasta vizul, I'm there. I got that. I followed that part. They very rarely say that. Unless they did something huge after a plate of pasta vizul, I'm lost, though. I just don't know what's happening. I don't know why we always bring up food during these things. I, I'm starving now. It always comes back to that. All right, so there's a COVID pill. So let's see where this COVID pill goes. I, I'm a little uh, skeptical. Hey, if it works, if it's like the shot, whatever. If it works, everybody's good with it. Scientists, everybody's taking it. Scientists saying it's it's approved. Sign me up. Let's see what happens. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. What happened here? I don't know what's going on here. What is this? He puts out this in the Heights, which, by the way, typical to me in cuddles. I go to her last Friday. We're gonna watch In the Heights this weekend. You want to want like a little date night, me and you? Yeah. She's like, yeah. Well, let's do it. What did we wind up doing? I don't even know. The whole weekend went by. We didn't watch In the Heights. Missed the whole damn thing. We probably fell asleep. I don't even know. We're old. That sounds about right. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda, who's he's Puerto Rican. I don't. Is know. he Dominican or Puerto Rican? I'm not I can sure. Tell you. Um, puts out this thing in the Heights. It's a it's a, a musical that takes place in Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. Twitter left, whatever you want to say, woke crowd, right? criticize him and come out and say that he didn't cast failing to represent Washington Heights's Afro-Latino community, casting primarily, quote, light-skinned or white-passing Latinx people, end quote. I don't know. So now the guy that is breaking down barriers, who should be a hero to this corner of the world, and their culture who should be taught to other like i mean if this if this is you know if you're of the similar descent you should be showing this guy's movies and pictures to your kids and being like look at look at what this guy achieved because he put his mind to it look how great it is by the way italians don't have that at all okay we don't even have one of these people no used to be cuomo scorsese maybe scorsese who did you say uh, maybe Scorsese. Scorsese is the most we have to look up to, but to be fair, he's four foot two, so it's hard to look up at him at all. Is he your eyebrow consultant? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Speaking of, I was down a Don Rickles rabbit hole, and there was this uh, dinner that they were honoring Martin Scorsese, and it was like Scorsese's up on the panel, and everybody talks from basically the floor, and <laughs> Don Rickles is like addressing him, and he goes, he goes, can you see me? Can we get him a phone book? <laughs> Freaking love Don Rickles. He was the best. <laughs> so good. Uh, there wasn't a missed, you know, he... It wasn't he a never bad missed. joke. He never missed. Never. He was a legend. And he was the last bit of Old let's make fun. fun yeah. We lost. And that's this is what I constantly and I'm always fighting with you about this. We need to get back to that because we were better then. We were I believe that that is more acceptable. You know this. We only show love towards one another when we're making fun of each other. That's yeah, and I, that still happens with roasts and stuff like that. All kinds of jokes like that fly. Any most of that kind of stuff flies in roasts. But um, generically, like if it's it's got to be well crafted and and you know it can't just be Michael Richards style. You know. Yeah. It's got to be a well crafted joke that that lands and. I don't know. Again, in roasts, it's more everything's pretty much acceptable. But I feel like, I mean, I, again, and I don't know if that's just in our amongst our group of friends or where we grew up, but it feels it feels like. Were we better then? I don't think we were. I think no, we were. no. But I feel like that's how we show, even in my own like, of towards one another, like that. You know, yeah, that's you how that we express friends. love is by poking fun. Absolutely, but you can't do that to strangers. Like, if I'm making fun of you, I can't do the same thing to some guy. You know? should be able to. Yeah, but not everybody is in the mood for that. You got to, you know, I don't want to be made, you know, some jerk is walking with their friends towards me and then they start poking fun at me. I'm not, you know, it's not the way, it's, you know, it's got to be in the right context and the right atmosphere. And again, Don Rickles could do it. Very few people that could do it, and it's got to be good-natured and expected. You know, you can't just start going off. Like if you're making fun of a, a group of people, it's it's got to be understood and as long as it's everybody. done with love. That's all exactly. that matters. With love, that's and all that matters. It's hard to do. It's hard to convey that. Well, because you know, some people are just shitty and not funny. Exactly. I think that's um, the problem. There are way more comedians than there used to be. But what, what there used to be was a lot more professionals yeah. and people that knew what they were doing. Now, there's too many comedians that don't know what they're doing. Right. That's, that's a problem. Well, let's bring in our local insult comic, and that is oh. uh, Jay Sabs. What Hello. up, Jay Sabs? It's happening. We're talking about the fact that Lin-Manuel Miranda, despite being Latino himself, is anti-Latino because of his <laughs> shitty casting of In the Heights. But I bring it up because uh, this was a couple days ago, that story. By the way, he came out and apologized for it, which always drives me crazy that he's got to do that. People got to do this insanely stupid shit and bow over to people that are probably causing more damage than not. But Rita Moreno, uh, who is definitely an icon, she was... This is Rita Moreno, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know. She was on the uh, Late Show with uh, David Letterman, now hosted by Stephen Colbert. And this is what she had to say about the whole thing, and I think she really had uh, had nailed it on the head here. Let's take a listen to her. No, no, but you know, that took a while. 
It doesn't work that way. And it just happened that way, and it makes me extremely proud. And I am so happy. Can we talk for a second about that criticism about Lin Manuel? That really upsets me. Oh yeah, for Did the people who don't, that? for the people who don't know, your your friend and ours, Lin Manuel Miranda, has been in the also, news. He also co-produced my my uh, documentary. documentary. Yeah. Um, he, there's been some criticism for the lack of uh, Afro-Latino people in in the Heights, uh, yeah. the, the the movie adaptation of his of his play. I mean, it's like what, you do you, can what do you never, make of that? You can never do right. It seems this is the man who literally has brought Latinoness and Puerto Ricanness to America. I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I would love to say I did, but I couldn't. Lin-Manuel has done that really single-handedly, and I'm thrilled to pieces, and I'm proud that he produced uh, my documentary. And so are you saying that while you may understand where people's uh, concerns come from, that perhaps it's misplaced in criticizing him in this? Well, I'm simply saying, can't you just wait a while and leave it alone? There's a lot of people who are Puerto Ricanio who are also from uh, Guatemala, who are dark and who are also fair. We are all colors in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is how it is. And I just, it would be so nice if they hadn't come up with that and left it alone just for now. I mean, they're, they're, really, they're really attacking the wrong person. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, one, it's another one of those, he didn't, go, oh, you know what, I'm going to leave this out. It's not like he did anything with bad, you know, intentions. He didn't do anything on, you know, he didn't mean to insult anybody, I'm mm. sure. He seems like one of the nicer people we have in this society. So I, I can't imagine he meant to hurt anybody or insult anybody. I know, but this is the problem. But, that, but why, why isn't your thought process right now in the asshole that started this and all the other assholes that piled on top? Which is that this guy should be celebrated right now and not taken down a notch. Because it's like, you can attack anything. You can. I mean, you, you, you can just can't attack get anything. Can't, nobody's going to get everything 100% right every time. And, you know, you, someone's going to be left out. Someone's, you know, it, it's, it's an imperfect world. We're not going to get it all right every time. And you got to let some things go. You know, some things. You have to just be like, all right, well, it's a good movie, and let's move on. Let's move on to the next thing. I don't know, you know, does, maybe it's me. I don't know. But you just, some things, like I think she said, you're attacking the wrong person. I don't think he is... It's not like he's a monster. It's not like he's doing anything with malintent. Are you saying that the left is out of control, Frank? Saying? <laughs> I'm, say, I'm saying whoever's criticizing needs to just take a step back and just maybe just re-examine what they're, what they're talking about. Well, I didn't um, hear Tucker Carlson criticize him. Ooh. Tucker Criticized Carlson was him. like, I'm not going near that shit. That ain't wide enough for me. I'm like, I can't be. He didn't even know the movie came out. He doesn't even know who Lynn Malmoranda is. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't know. I understand the viewpoint. I get it. And it sucks. And he apologized. So that should be it. That should be the end of it. He shouldn't have had to apologize in the first no fucking place. No apologize. The apology know. should come from come the on. dickhead that is making this a big deal. So who's up in arms about this? How many people? I mean, is it like, is it like a dozen people or is it like thousands of people? No, it, it, it got written up in an article by a journalist, Felice Leon.
That's one person. And then all the, all these people started piling on on social media, Twitter and everywhere else. And yeah, he got I so mean, to the point that they gave him the old, you better apologize. Hey, you know what? Oh, you know what, though? I, I'm of the mind that if, if it offends that many people, maybe there's something to it. And yeah. all right, I'll apologize. And then we'll move on. I hear what you're saying, but okay, let's take an example, for instance, right? Would you not say that one of the greatest movies in cinema history is The Godfather? Sure. Does anybody give Francis Ford Coppola shit for the fact that he cast James Caan, who is Irish? Did anybody give him shit for not casting enough Italians in these fucking roles? No. Well, they were all Italian, except James Caan, wasn't he? Supposed James Caan was Irish. In the no. Movie? Who was you're thinking of Robert Duvall? Oh, Robert Duvall, right? Okay. Robert Duvall was the step was the adopted kid, adopted not James Khan. Right. By the way, let me just go to show you how much people didn't give a shit. He fucking won Italian American of the Year twice, James Khan. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> He's not Italian. At all. A little bit. He won a little bit. It's like These... there's no reason for him to apologize. Come I don't know. It's, I know. It's he should be applauded. Gone. It's one of those things. There's one of those things that you can't please everybody all the time. You can please some of the people some of the time, but that's it. I'll stop and, giving them so much power. You know, that's uh, the thing. Stop, stop apologizing and, and bending into their will, you know? Mm -hmm. I know, but I, also I think people see it as if I apologize and they accept my apology, we can all just move on from this. Mm. You know, let's just get past it because I didn't mean it. You know I didn't mean it, so let's go. Let's just move on. I mean, it's kind of like fighting with your wife. Like, how many times do you actually think that you're right, but you just never? Wanna, you I just, never think I'm right. Oh, I think I'm wanna, right, but you just want to like let it go. So you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm the one who was wrong. See, I never, I, I'm, and I, I'm not just saying. I rarely fight with anybody, like yelling matches or, or argue. You fight with me on every episode. Yeah, but you're a dick. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a bigger you're dick. dick. You're a dick you can say it. Um, but no, 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 like I don't, I rarely knock on wood fight with my wife. Uh, I, you know, I, it's little, th I don't get mixed up in little things. I can't, it's like, all right, you're right. I'm wrong. I'll do better. Okay. I'll, I'll you know, whatever. Yeah, but, but I'm sure I like, obviously I know that it happens. Cause like I talk to people, like people just say that they're sorry and they're wrong just to like move past it when they know that they're right. Like. And it, it's annoying. And yeah, you know what? So maybe some I, of those apologies. I do it all the time. Maybe some of the apologies that are out there is just an effort to move on. It's just like, all right, I'll yeah. apologize. If that'll make you feel better, great. I'm sorry. Let's, you know, move yeah, but, on, accept it and let's but, move on. Right. I'm sorry, but let me let, let you know the reasons why you're wrong and I'm right. Because I don't give up easily. And usually I don't fold quick either. So. No, that's you. I'm saying the, no. the, the apologies. <laughs> The apologies From that like celebrities give. You know, oh yeah. I'm sure not every celebrity gives. A, you know the. But but my thing is is 100%. this this guy is championing minorities. I know. I know. That's why it doesn't make sense. It doesn't and, make sense. And it's like if you if you applauded and lauded this guy, he's going to bring more diversity to filmmaking, and you know than anybody else. Not to mention the scores of young children that he can be inspiring right now that's going to be the next generation well to be fair i don't think this is going to hurt him this is he's going to still keep going and oh he's, he's going to be just fine but it's just nothing's going to happen from this it's, it's, it's not about annoying. that it's just annoying that he did this it's about the fakeness of this process of 
wokeness and political correctness that is doing more harm than good. I know, I understand that, but I don't think it's fakeness, really. There are, I think these people who are complaining are genuinely, you know, they're not just saying something because just to say something, I don't think. I think they're, they have genuine feelings about this, and they, you know, felt underrepresented or whatever the case may be. And the, what the difference nowadays is more people have access and have a microphone and have, and have social media. and Right. So the difference now than back in 72 is the people have a platform now. Everybody has a voice. Okay, but I understand that. But think, I, I, I get what you're saying. You're making a valid point. There's more assholes talking now than there ever has been before. That's the thing. But think about the light-skinned Latino guy who broke his ass and finally got into this movie, and 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 this is the shit that he wakes up to. He made he made it. He's in that Lin Manuel Miranda. Sure, he's the background dancery guy, but whatever. He fucking did it, and now he's got to feel shitty about himself because because his skin's not dark enough. Yeah, that's well. You could look at it like that, or you could look at the millions who saw the movie and were like, "Well, great. This is great," you know. I'm sure. I don't know how many people were upset about the the movie. Uh, if it's if it's a hundred or if it's ten thousand, I don't know the number. Yeah. But you got to look at the big picture and say I, I made a lot more people happy. Because again, you're not going to please everybody. You can't. It's impossible. No matter what movie you make, people someone's going to have a problem with it. No matter what it is. Name one movie that didn't have a, at least one person that was like, no, you did something wrong here. Yeah. Someone those Marvel problem. movies, everybody seems to like those. Not everybody. My parents I think don't it's, like them. <laughs> I think it's just the the point that what Sam said. He tries so hard. Yeah. And then he just gets this thrown at him. It's like, you know what? Well, what the fuck am I doing this for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, come no, on. No, because he's still, this People isn't going to slow suck. him down. He's still going to be the champion for, for, for uh, minority actors and everything. He's still... He's still going to be that symbol, no, but still, it's this just... isn't going to hurt him. All right. Well, speaking about shitty fakeness, let's uh, bring up Candace Owens then, because I believe that's where she slots in nicely these days. Ooh, what are we up to with her? Candace Owens today, she tweeted uh, because okay, so Juneteenth. You guys know about Juneteenth? Yes. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth is a celebration of the day that the Union Army made its way into Texas, finally, two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, in which slaves were freed, uh, and freed the last bit of slaves in the country. Right. They've been celebrating this day down in Texas for years, decades, actually. It has been growing in uh, popularity to make this a national holiday, it swept through the Senate. It uni- when was the last time the Senate unanimously voted on anything? That's huge. 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 The Senate went 60. How many senators do we have? Whatever it was, nobody voted against it. Yeah, unanimous. I know how many senators. Um, <laughs> uh, the House, only 14 people voted against it in the House of Representatives. Over 400 people voted for it. Why would you vote against it? I think the prevailing argument, although I don't agree, is that people felt that federal employees shouldn't. Taxpayers shouldn't have to foot the bill for federal employees to get another day off. Okay. Completely missing the point of what the day is supposed to be. 
right? So whatever. Uh, so anyway, President Biden signed this into law yesterday, today, yesterday. He put it into law yesterday. So it is now a legal holiday. Right. Juneteenth is a legal holiday in, in the United States. It was observed today, Friday. And um, it'll be, you know. Tomorrow. Yeah, but in the future. It'll be, yeah, every year Juneteenth it'll be observed. So Candace Owens, in her wonderful uh, wisdom, tweeted out. Let me bring it up for you here on the screen here. Candace tweets out today. Juneteenth is so lame. What the hell are you talking about? By the way, I believe she edited it. Wait, did she edit this or is this a later one? Hang on. Oh my hang. god. Yikes. No, that this was yeah, so she she edited this cuz I have a I have a copy of her earlier tweet. It says Juneteenth is so lame. Democrats really need to stop trying to repackage segregation. I'll be celebrating July 4th. And July Fourth only. Yeah, if, I saw a thing. If you can't celebrate July Fourth and Juneteenth, then there's something wrong with you. Well, she, I think she said this because they're they're calling June. It's not only Juneteenth, but they're calling it Freedom Day. Oh. Okay. And if you can't differentiate between the two different kinds, two different kinds of freedom, freedoms for slaves. One's freedom for one nation separating from control of another nation. Right. Both freedoms. Yes. Very Both. important freedoms. Well, yeah. yeah. Right. Which is like extremely oh, important. There's two freedoms. It's too many freedoms to I keep can't track of. count them all. Look at all these freedoms. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Just sell it. Then you know what? You you have the right not to celebrate anything you don't want, but we're we're celebrating. So. But what I find interesting is last year president trump said that he was going to make juneteenth a federal holiday and candace owens could not blow more smoke up his ass oh, over- i was just gonna say obviously it's just it's she just wants some um retweeting obviously she, i right. think a lot of it is is you know she just wants to be in the news That's yeah but it. why why that that's you know there are people who want to make a headline that's not the right way to do it yeah but she always wants to so juneteenth is so lame are you kidding me she's a weird well that's that's kind of my point you you went from being questionable of legitimacy to begin with and now at this point like we're a year away from you completely flip-flopping on your opinion on something yeah yeah, it's weird. I don't get you know, I don't understand what the motivation behind behind Juneteenth is so lame. What is what why would you why would you think that? What what about that makes you write that? No, you I know, think I think it's really just she just wants um controversy. She wants her name in the news. And and, and it's become and it's become this weird thing of like she's you know, again, how I get upset at people for apologizing when they really shouldn't be apologizing. You're kind of giving ammunition. I feel like she gives ammunition to white people to be racist because when they can go, oh, okay, see, Candace Owens agrees with me and she's black. It's like, but she's just pandering to a shitty audience. She's very extreme. So, I mean, people got to realize that, right? She's also one person. So not everybody, you can't generalize 
what everybody feels about Juneteenth based off of one person. You know, everybody, for the most part, the majority of people, I would hope, see it as an important day. I mean, uh, you know, I would look, there's a lot of important dates in the history, right? Absolutely. This is a big one. This is (laughs) (laughs) not so much anymore. But this is one, you know, to Frank's point, he made this point earlier. This is one that we've agreed upon is important. And this is the time that we've agreed upon. It it is at its height of importance. And we felt the need in amongst all of our fighting that these two stupid parties came together and just breezed this thing through with no issues. And this is the fastest government has ever done anything in the history. You know, I mean, it's it's insane how fast this went through. It's already done. And yet you still have these people that are selfish and were like to Janine's point, only looking for controversy, only looking for retweets, only looking for her audience. See, this is something, this is goes back to the Lin-Manuel Miranda thing, because no matter what you do, this is, this is probably one of the more most positive things you could do is make a national holiday, federal holiday out of such a, a great, you know, day that happened in history. And there's someone who, who sees it as something stupid. I mean, there's always going to be someone who criticizes it and doesn't understand what they're talking about. Mm. And this is, that, this is a situation where you could look at something and go, how, how could anybody see anything negative in this? Well, here you go. Here's a person that sees something negative. I don't know how, but they apparently think it's so lame. But who, I mean, I bring it up because I feel like at this point, who is still falling for Candace Owens' shit? Like, I will admit, when she first came around, I was like, okay, what does she have to say? She was gaining popularity. I would read her stuff. You know, okay, whether I agree or disagree with some of the things. She's obviously an intelligent woman, right? She obviously knows what she's doing. Ben Shapiro knows what he's doing by hiring her to come over to his daily daily call. or I forget what this thing is called. Um, so smart moves all around from, from these people. But at this point, it's kind of like, are we going to keep paying a dollar to see the, 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 you know, the, the big head, like go behind the tent of the carnival and see the, the three headed woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. I'm done with it. I don't, I don't need to see Juneteenth is so lame. That makes it's, it's nonsense and it makes, there's no reason for it. There's no explanation. There's no reason, and it's just a stupid thing that someone someone tweeted. It also, let me say this, and I know Frank's going to be upset by this, but President Trump stood in the Oval Office and said he was going to make Juneteenth a federal holiday, and look, here we are, not even a year later, and Juneteenth is a federal holiday. So, yeah. I mean, the accomplishments of that man that he'll never yeah. get credit for, it's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, he had done it. But what I want to talk about more importantly is how shitty is it that it took two friggin' years after Lincoln put the Emancipation Proclamation out to it? Isn't it insane that I can tweet something right now and somebody in Hong Kong can read it in a second? And it took two years back then for yeah. a simple message to get to people. Yeah, that is unbelievable. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, communication back then was not great. Whether or not stuff like that was blocked for, you know, nefarious reasons, who knows? Like communications, I'm sure were cut off. No, it just took it. It literally took just because it just because physically back. Well, 
yeah. I mean, you had newspapers, but who really read those? Right. Yeah, they, no, I'm they just weren't. speculating that that maybe people who owned slaves at that time didn't want. There was a, there was quite a bit of that. Well, what was right. happening was is the Union Army was going around and forcibly freeing yeah. them, right? If there was those cases, so uh, that's basically what happened in Texas, where it wasn't until the by the time the Union Army got down there, which took two years. Then that's when they were. How pissed must they have been? Like, you're free. Like, oh, we're free. This is great. Yeah. For two years don't, now. Don't tell them it was two years ago. They could get upset. Unbelievable. If imagine? they were like, it was two years, they'd be like, what the fuck took you so long yeah. to get over? Come on, man. Shake a leg, <laughs> damn it. Let's yeah, go. Two years I've been waiting on this. Oh, Fucking God. killing me. I'm I'm dying these days just to show you what a spoiled brat I am for like when when they say we're we're filming this movie and that's fucking a year away I can't even take it. Can't take it. No, How dare you? To know that you were free two years ago and uh, to to know that that's gotta hurt. That's a that little. That's terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Um, Pee Wee Playhouse. We lost uh, one of the stars of Pee Wee Playhouse, John Paragon. Jambi. Jambi, the blue guy. Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Heine Ho. Yeah. I don't know who that is. You never saw Pee Wee's Playhouse? Remember, I'm he was sure. just the head in the box? Yeah, he was the, the genie in oh. the box. And he wasn't that old. Six, what was it, 65? 65. Yeah. Oh. I saw him. Uh, I, my brother and I went to Broadway when Pee Wee's Playhouse, they did, it, they did a run on Broadway, and we saw it. And they had most, if not all, most of the original cast. It was Jambi, obviously Pee Wee. Um, they had Cowboy Curtis and all these other people. Were that, you the oldest people there? No, it was, it was all people our age because we grew up with it. With their kids? Or were you the only? Not really. There were really? There weren't really kids there. No, it was it was people our age that just knew the show um, for the most part, and it was great. And it's on right now. It's streaming on that the Broadway show is streaming on HBO. And Thanks for letting me know that, so I can avoid it, so I don't accidentally watch it. It's, if you were a fan of Pee Wee's Playhouse when you were a kid, you would appreciate the show. It's a good show. Uh, interesting note: the John Paragon made several cameos on Seinfeld. Oh, really? Okay, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know what he played, but oh my god, I gotta, I gotta see that. It says he was also in the Weird Al Yankovic UHF movie. Uh, the Frog Prince in 1986. He was in a cult cannibalism classic, Eating Raoul, Army Hammer's favorite movie, coincidentally. Just saying. And was later seen making cameos on Seinfeld. That is awesome. I yeah. gotta see who the hell he was on that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine it. John Paragon. Who the hell? I don't know what he played, but uh, he was on Seinfeld for sure. Um, going back to uh, our Batman conversation the other day, which, Janine, do you remember what that was? Maybe. It was like your favorite. Did your, did your husband pull that line on you in between the last show and this one? No, surprisingly. Wow. All right, you're going to know who he is. I'm sorry. Just to go back a second. Mm, well, I already Paragon. put up the new banner. Too bad. John Paragon in Seinfeld was, remember the street toughs that stole the armoire? In the Soup Nazi oh, yes. episode, he was yeah. one of those guys. And he was in the Puerto Rican Day Parade episode as who? one of the two guys. Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? Right, not that guy. His, his friend. He was yeah. boyfriend. There you go. That was John Paragon. Okay. Um, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, that's a good one. 
So back to uh, Batman. Back to Batman. Zack Snyder, who basically saved that uh, whole entire franchise, and I can't believe they're not giving it back to him, said about the Batman uh, doesn't eat vagina thing <laughs> that the idea of Batman going down on Catwoman is quote unquote canon. And then he released this photograph. Not safe for work, by the way. Hello. <laughs> There it is. I like that. So in Don't case even... you were wondering, it looks like Catwoman's having a grand old time. I got to imagine that uh, that cowl, the nose part, maybe move that up. Get that out of your way a little bit. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. That can't be think, comfortable. Do you think he had Alfred put a little vibrator in his mask there? Oh, that, maybe. That could be a, there you that go. Could be a little added bonus. That could be. Look at Janine. <laughs> that could be. Go to Amazon, get a Batman mask. <laughs> no. Here's what I'm concerned for. You don't even put down a blanket? I mean, for the love of God. That I mean, a, that is a filthy rooftop. Right be there. a caring lover. Also, doesn't the ledge on that rooftop seem to be extraordinarily low? It's not very private either. For people who are supposed to be like, you know, this is, they're not even trying to. Well, a lot of people watching that. In fact, if you look over here in this building right here, you can see. A full floor to ceiling glass, and Janine is peeing right there. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> peeing and masturbating. Oh, good. At the same to time? To that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. It's very far away, Janine. I can't tell the difference, but oh, I okay. it's definitely you. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. It's even for sure. former, uh, former uh, Batman actor, Val Kilmer. Wait in on this. Oh, what did he what say? What did he say? Oh my God! Wasn't there the rumor that he got can't throat cancer from going down on a chick? No, that's Michael Douglas. Douglas, I believe. Oh, that's right. That's Michael Douglas. Same thing. He said, right. Let me see. He said something about it. I think he was like, of course. All right. Should we just take your word for it? Or are you going to share with everybody? See, it's not he easy wrote, to get things going. Well, he wrote, "Does he or doesn't he?" And there's a there's a clip of. Of him and uh, what's her name, Nicole Kidman, that says, "We could give it a try. I'll bring the wine." So he's like just weighing in. I think. I, th I think. Damn! He's, I mean, he's like, pro. what is it? What does it take for him to do that? All right, this is a question for both Janine and Frank because they're they're both would know this both for different reasons. Oh God! Which Batman do you think would be the best at it? You got Adam West. You got Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Who's the best? Uh, I love how you're both analyzing this from different how angles. I, know? <laughs> I don't know how I would know, but who, who I'm guessing Adam West. Best? Who do I want to be the best? I'll take both. I'll take who you want to be the best and who best and who you really think would be the best. I, I want. Okay, no, go ahead. Who I think would really be the best? R.I.P. Adam West. He was a very charismatic. You know, he danced in his, his he was he very was creepy, smooth. though. He was smooth. He was a smooth guy. I can't, you know, he was kind of had that. He had the women after him. Uh, the, the newer Batmans, they don't have to be, you know, they're a little too pretty boy. They don't need to be as uh, as generous, I guess. Okay. That's my opinion. Jay Sams. Okay. Who do I want to be the best? Mm -hmm. Obviously, Christian Bell. I would have got that wrong. 
Really? Who would you have said? I'll wait. Let me wait and see. I I thought who she wanted to be the best of somebody else, but let me see who you think would be oh, the Michael best. Oh, Michael Keaton because he's older. Yeah, I, I think Michael <laughs> Keaton's going to be the best, even well, though I want him to be. What I do you could, think him? I thought you. Oh, go ahead. I just. Mm, I don't want him to be the best, but I know he's probably going to be the best. Michael Keaton. Yeah. I thought you would have wanted uh, George Clooney to be the best. <laughs> I thought, isn't he like the best? Wasn't he like sexiest man alive like a billion times? Yeah, that's true. But mm, I like Christian Bale better than him. You do like the old men, though. I know, I do. And he's and they there. are generous lovers. Are they? Here's what's mm -hmm. weird. You're both wrong. The answer was Alfred. He's been just <laughs> serving that snot-nosed brat for all these years. Of course he would be the best at it. That's true. And he probably was, is that good enough, madam? <laughs> Every now and then, he'll just ask because he's polite. He's, he's polite a, that way. All he wants to do is please people. Right? Right. Kind of making me blush. <laughs> Did you guys not see that one coming? That's what um, she said. We're going to talk about my favorite story of the day today, and that's the HBO intern that fucked everything up. I have ten percent on my phone, so keep going. We're getting there. Uh, before we get to that, the Waffle House story I love so much. Did you see this? No. Lee Sanderlin, he's a journalist. He was punished for having a horrific. Uh, fantasy football season part of losing his bet was he had to spend 24 hours in a waffle house and he could shave an hour off for every single waffle that he ate and he live tweeted this and it was pretty awesome. funny yeah it was pretty funny so he starts with uh he goes into a waffle house in brandon mississippi he says I, a total loser, came in last place in my fantasy football league as punishment on spending 24 hours at a Waffle House. It is 4.07 Central. I got some books, some magazines, some podcasts, and two waffles to start. And there you can see a photo of the two waffles. They he then great. tweets, two down. That means two hours down. So 21 and a half hours left, roughly. I already, uh, my stomach is grumbling. Going to be a long one. The staff doesn't believe that I'll be here that long. Little do they know. Hour and 10 minutes into it, two more waffles and one human who is dead on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. So this is the kind of bet that I would do. This is the kind of fun that I would like, to, you know, not that other shit. Janine, you heard that. Stuff. Next time he waffles on a bet, for lack of a better term, we got Waffle. one for him. We got one in the can for him now. This is a good one. I don't know if I can spare 24 hours straight. I oh, see, so he's backing down from it already. He goes I like have to work. Four waffles down, been here an hour and a half. So that means I have 18 and a half to go. I am already in immense discomfort. Please, somebody launch me into the sun. Two children, can't be older than six, are up at the touch tunes. Absolutely jazzed to hear whatever bangers they pick. See, he said bangers. See? say bangers. Sons of bitches. Uh, whatever bangers they pick out as soon as Enter Sandman finishes. Nice. There you go, Frank. And it's Eye of the Tiger. Hell yeah, let's get another waffle. <laughs> And now it's Hotel California. How fitting. I can't check out any time I want, but I never can leave. That's funny. Uh, per my league commissioner, I'm allowed to sit in the parking lot. And also, if I puke, it won't count against me. This won't recalibrate the strategy, though. Waffle number five just hit the 2,000 calorie mark and feeling great. <laughs> oh, my God. How many of these? These are big waffles. How many can you take, you think? I was thinking about this. And I feel like I'm going to be an asshole here and say I would do this no problem. But this has got to be difficult. 
They're big freaking waffles. There's a big waffles. Well, and plus he's spacing them out a lot, so that's good. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, I would say eating the strategy should be 12 waffles in 12 hours. No. Yeah. A waffle an hour for 12 hours and then you're out. Cause then you knock half of it out. And that, I mean, a waffle an hour. That's, you should be able to do that's 12 waffles. though. That's a lot of waffles. I guess his strategy was, let me get two, let me get two, four, then five under my belt quick and see yeah. what I could do then after that. Waffle an hour seems like a good strategy. Janine's ready to die. I don't know what's going on. Uh, officially stuck in neutral. Need to find that extra gear and push through this waffle. TS and PS, please. I don't know what that means. Three hours in, four and a quarter waffles down. So many waffles to go. Anyway, he goes on and on. But I, it's a hilarious, you know. That's hysterical. Who is this? this is just some guy? This is nobody. Yeah. That's hysterical. This is a. He this got is, this is fun shit. Okay, here you go. Damn, this sixth waffle is not going down. Got my first shift change here, and homies are getting a good tip. Looking to rally here. <laughs> shift change. <laughs> six hours down, and I'm still on waffle six. I think a trip to the parking lot for a little puke and rally is in order. <laughs> oh. oh god. It's pretty hilarious. Quick little trip to the bushes outside, if you know what I'm saying. Now back into the breach. Look oh, at his god. face. He just threw up how many waffles? It's hour seven. We, where we stand, six waffles consumed, 11 hours remain. Insides are in shambles, but two kind Mississippians came in and gave me some Rolates. Shout out to oh. those people. That's hysterical. Yeah, party rock is blaring, and I have ordered my seventh waffle. My editor is here to show support, and it's time to lay this bad boy down and get moving. <laughs> and there he is eating the waffle. That's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. it. He tweeted the whole thing. That's a, that's a hilarious little journey. That is so fun. All right. Uh, did you hear about the HBO thing? I heard a little bit about it. So not, I don't know if I know the whole story. HBO Max, they sent out an email the other day, and it said, uh, I forgot what it said. It was something like integration email. Test. It was a whole test thing, right? Integration tech, test is what the email sent. Said. So my wife yeah. got it. Did she really? Yeah. Uh-oh, she's on the special list then, Frank. She's on some kind of list. What have you guys been watching on HBO Max? Whose line is it anyway? Anyway, um, so this morning HBO tweeted out, we mistakenly sent out an empty test email to a portion of our HBO Max mailing list this evening. We apologize for the inconvenience, and as the jokes pile in, yes, it was the intern. No, really, and we're helping them through it. So it was legitimately an intern that did it. That's cute. That's, that's to cute, which right? the, the internet rallied around this intern, and dear intern started trending, and people started writing some of the shitty things that they did while they were interns. I'm going to show you some of them here. Uh, the NBC, official NBC Chicago Bulls account tweeted, Dear intern, for the first two months of being an admin on this account, we thought that this was a rose emoji. So every time Derek Rose had a post, he had a tulip in it instead. Oh, it's a oh. tulip. Okay. <laughs> so they were making... It looks like a rose. Yeah. yeah, but it's a tulip. So every time Derek Rose came out, they put a stupid tulip emoji. <laughs> this is a great one. 
Dear intern, I once globally took down Spotify. It almost happened twice. My team was awesome about it, and I'm still here. You managed to find something broken in the way of integration done. It's a good thing, and will help you improve things. Good luck. That from Dayeni, uh was that tweet. This is a great one, too. Uh, this comes from Samantha. So Samantha tweeted to the intern, dear intern, one time I deleted the entire Golf Channel website. Oh. No, really, the entire website. Oh, my God. And somehow I didn't get fired for that. Much love and promise that it'll be okay. Excuse me for one second. Aren't these all incredibly sweet, all these people that are just showing support for the stupid intern? Yeah, because they're trying to make people, f like, you know, that person feel better, which is really nice. It's very sweet. It's very rare the internet does incredibly sweet things altogether. Right. This one comes from Rhea. Dear intern, I once sent out a 1-900 sex hotline as a conference call number for the Women's National oh. Democratic Club. The average age of membership was about 78. Shit happens. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing, right? Yeah. Here's the, uh, the test email. Oh, did it say anything? I thought it just was blank. It, no, it says this template is used by integration tests only. The subject was integration test email number one. Oops. That's all. Imagine, imagine <laughs> him sending that and going, what did I just do? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all it said. So the question begets, what is the stupidest thing that you've ever done at your job? As an intern, as a worker? There's so many. <laughs> I'm going to well, go first because mine, go mine's, I feel like not good. I don't know what you guys are going to say, but I feel like mine's not as good. When I, was, good when I was an intern for the New York Islanders, the hockey team, right. I, I was at work one day and I couldn't, as by the way, in, in, I don't know how people feel about interns, but me as an intern doesn't get any dumber. I was so stupid back then and just so learning things and taking a long time to learn them. But um, I see the vice president of communications go running down the hallway and like screaming, like a pissed off. So I'm like, what is going on? At the time, ESPN radio in New York was covering the game. They were broadcasting the Islander games. They had just made an announcement that next season they would be broadcasting the Knicks and the Rangers instead. So they announced that they got the rights to the Rangers. They didn't tell us and we had nowhere to go. So it wasn't a great look that our crosstown rivals, who were always trying to not be the little brother of, took our home for hockey, and now we have nothing. So he tells me, screams, you have to take the game notes to practice, because at the same time, there's the morning skate that's going on, the team's getting ready for the game that night, and all the media is there to interview them for the night. And he knows that when they get off the ice, they're all going to be asking them, what do you think about the radio deal? And they're not prepared for this. And they can't act like they don't know what didn't happen. So he's trying to head this all off at the pass. So he gives me the game notes, tells me to go drop it off to the media. Now, these are all like the, in you know, the interesting things that they say in articles and at the game and everything. It doesn't come from the broadcast. No, they don't have it off the top of their head. You, it you comes from. Right, this is what we were doing there. And by we, I mean those people, and I was watching. Last year, he scored seven goals against the team, and yeah, right. that's all you guys. So I go get in my little car, and I go to drive to the practice rink, which I've never been to. By the way, this is pre-maps on the phones, GPS. So I had to, like, I think I might have printed out directions. From MapQuest? I think I MapQuested and printed out directions nice. in a scramble. That happened to MapQuest. 
and the, with the geography of Long Island, I grew up in Queens, so I spent very little time on Long Island. And we have three major highways, the Southern State, the Northern State, and the LIE. In Queens, the Northern State is at the top, the Southern State's at the bottom, and the LIE's at the middle. At some point, literally where Queens turns into Long Island, the Northern State and the LIE crisscross. Mm-hmm. One goes under the other, and then the LIE is at the top, Northern State, Southern State. I did not know this. So I come up to uh, the, the LIE, and I think I'm going to hit the Northern State. Meanwhile, the, it, I've already passed the Northern State, didn't know it, and I've passed the LIE now looking for the Northern State, and I literally hit the Long Island Sound. Before you went all the way north until you hit water. I was so lost, Frank. So lost. Oh, I that's could, a blonde. How do you not, you know, ask someone or look around? I couldn't find this place to save my life, and I'm sitting there with a stack of fifty thick booklets like this for the for everybody who, by the way, for all these people that are on deadline to get their stuff. I show up to the rink, and who is the first person I see? But my boss, who couldn't go because he was putting out the fire. <laughs> And put out the fire and made it there before I got there. <laughs> they were all so pissed off. And they were like, a lot of heat for that. And I told them, I was like, you don't understand. I, and they were like, what is wrong with you? You know the order of the highways. And I'm like, it's different in Queens. I'm telling you, it's different in Queens. They didn't give a shit. They were so pissed off. And that was uh, that. At least you kept your job, though, right? They hired me for, they, I rallied after that. I, I made a big turnaround after that. Very nice. Yeah. All right. But that was that was day one. one. Oh, and then there was this other time when I was in college. I was at the college radio station, and coincidentally, ESPN Radio got the rights to broadcast the St. John's games. And St. John's also, because we were the student radio station, they let us do it too. Because who gave a shit? They weren't going to choose the college station over ESPN Radio. So we get there with our little 1960s board, you know, left over, you know, from the the Great Depression. And we go and we plug our board into the thing and we short the circuit for the entire press row, taking ESPN radio off the air. (laughs) That's amazing. That's fantastic. They're like, what happened? We're literally sitting there with our finger in the plug thing. Like, I don't know. Was it us? (laughs) It was clearly us. That's amazing. That was the last time we were allowed to do that. Frank? Uh, let's see. When I worked at a radio station here on Long Island, um, as promotions, we had to load up the vans. You know, we had these vans that make appearances all around, and they, you know, the DJs come down, they do their whole spiel. So in the vans is all the equipment that you need for a radio station setup, the tents, the, the you know, whoop. and Janine's bored with my story. Uh, Janine's battery died, I'm sure. Um, okay, so I, you have to load up all this equipment in a radio, the speakers, tent, inflatables, the whole spiel, the whole thing. And one of the things we had to load into it was a, I don't know, four or five foot tall um, helium tank. This helium tank, you know, metal friggin' thing with the big, it was huge. So me and a coworker of mine, we put it in the van. We put everything neat in the van. I was like the neatest guy with the van. I had everything in its spot all the time. I told everybody on the crew, 
you got to put it in the right spot or it's, it's, everything's going to be thrown off. Everything's always in the right spot. We put this helium tank, we, this guy and I, we both put it in the back of the, the van. And like idiots, we did not tie it to anything. We get into the Are car. you for real? We get into the front. He's driving. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. He hits the gas. This thing goes like this. Poof, breaks through the back window. <laughs> of the van. Just knocks it right out. Glass everywhere. <laughs> like we didn't go we didn't go ten feet. He hits the gas, the thing just goes bang. <laughs> knocks the whole glass right out. How stupid you stood it up in the middle of the thing and didn't no, put no, anything. No. We stood it up against the wall, oh. but it had a good foot and a half from it to the back door. <laughs> to the two back doors that open. It was up against something. But it wasn't oh, time. Jesus. So it could have it could have just fell over. And it did. It fell over. It ba- smashed the back window out. And we told you know, we went up, we told our boss, hey, you know, that we sm- you know, we smashed the back window out. <laughs> we gotta get it fixed. And this wasn't just a regular window. It, it had a wrap to it, you know, because the vans have like the station wrapped logos around it. Mm-hmm. So the window itself had a wrap on it too, so that cost a little more. <laughs> um, but funny. the best part and this will show you how ass backwards. I mean, I, I, I don't like to speak ill of, of people usually, but the person who was in charge of things had a little bit of an ass backwards problem. And the person whose air tank it was, whose helium tank it was, it was me, this other kid, and the person whose helium tank, it kind of like it belonged to him because he was in charge of it, basically. Mm-hmm. My boss blamed him not me and let's call him jimmy right who put who put the helium tank in the thing and didn't tie it we got we got zero blame the person who got the blame was the person who is responsible for the helium tank even though we took it from him and loaded it into the van he had nothing he didn't even know <laughs> so we were taking it he got all the blame it was uh we to this day we bring it up i still know the, the guy we bring it up and we're like, I can't believe we didn't get in trouble for that. <laughs> he had nothing to do with it. Oh, that's great. That is great. Yeah, you, so that was you, a big screw up. You just reminded me of another. I feel like I've told the story on the podcast before, but when I was working for CBS in the city, my boss at the time, idiot, we, we weren't allowed. We had to pay to get into the Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to. So her big idea was we'll just bring balloons and we'll just – hand them out to the crowd we'll hand them out to the crowd and then with, with if her idea was everybody in the crowd will, will have a, a balloon from the radio station it was like hundreds of thousands of people go to the friggin thing we're four people <laughs> it's impossible but this idiot anyway she devised this whole thing ordered the balloons rented the helium tank got a hotel room in the shittiest hotel ever i've told this story before you remember this story no i don't know this you story. remember shittiest hotel room ever it was you remember the hotel that uh hank stays in and big like it was shittier than that all right <laughs> i gotta and, call him hank oh hank so i say hank okay. hanks anyway so and it was so funny too because the guys i work with they're like well we're staying in the city and i'm like are you for real like, yeah, night before Thanksgiving, we're going to party, go out and drink. I'm like, you are insane. I'm like, I'm getting the hell out of here. So there we are filling. And by the way, idiot 
it's it's a hotel. If nobody knows what it's like to stay in a hotel in New York City, it is the size of a closet. There, all these rooms could barely fit a bed. They're tiny, so we could only blow up X amount of balloons, you know. And there we were the night before, blowing up all these balloons. Right, we're carrying this huge helium tank up. The guy at the front desk is like, "What are you doing?" We're like, "Don't worry about it." Like, there's hookers over there. Worry about them, you know. And there was. They weren't worried about the hooker. They were on the payroll. Exactly. Um, and um, getting that hooker kickback for the rooms, you know. Anyway, so our big idea was screw this. We'll we'll blow up all the balloons the night before, so we can sleep in a little later, and then we'll come in, and then the parade starts at nine o'clock, whatever. We'll we'll think think we blew up thousands of balloons. I don't even know how many hundreds of balloons. The whole room was co- the whole room was covered, and picture of picture your ceiling. All the balloons are covering the ceiling, and then there's another three or four layers of balloons. Just, that's a shit ton of balloons. That's a lot of balloons. I leave. Good luck, guys. Have a blast. I get up early the next morning. I drive back into the city. I open up the hotel room door. Every single balloon is deflated and on the floor. Every single balloon. How does that happen? <laughs> because when you're doing this so fast, you can't sit there and tie all the knots. So they give you like that bread, the thing that you tie around the bread, they give you like a plastic thing to just put on the balloon, which will hold the air, no. but it doesn't really hold the no. air for long periods of time. You got to tie knots. dude. And they all deflate. <laughs> we literally, I think we re blew up like 50 balloons, handed them out and left. We were like, fuck there. this. I it's that. not meant to be. She was like, "How'd it go?" Yeah, it was great. Oh, they're all gone. It was no, great. They're in, a, they're in a garbage pail somewhere. Yeah, near Central Park. She was like, "Any footage of the uh, thing?" Oh, we'll look Probably. for it. We'll, yeah, we'll take a look. Had to be. I, you know, my cousin called and said he saw it. It was great. I'd be surprised if there wasn't. <laughs> I love it. Oh, forget it. We, intern shouldn't. That wasn't a big mess up that the intern. That HBO thing, you know, that's not a big mess up. Okay. Well, I think, you know, it was so great. Everybody rallied around that this shit happened. Like, look at the guy who took down Spotify around the world. Like, this that's shit happens. That's a screw-up. Yeah. That is a screw-up. That's a screw-up of major proportions. Thank you. Major pro- What did you just get handed? Was that a sandwich? Did you just get a sandwich? I'm not sure what this is. It's got cheese. Is this a, this is some kind of, let me see, hold on. Well, don't hold it up for the camera so we could all hold see. I'm not sure if there's cheese in there. Oh, that looks fucking delightful. My, my wife just came home from going out with her friends to this restaurant. And I got to see what this, what this is. That yeah, take a bite of that. Let's, let's all see what's going on here. That looks like focaccia. Eggplant. Eggplant parm. Nice. Is there a better bread than focaccia? Oh. Have we done better than focaccia bread? It's, it's a close race, if not. <laughs> I believe not. Oh, that's amazing. I submit that we have not. All right. ShopAnthonyOnAir.com has all of our official merch. By the way, if you see Anthony on Air merch anywhere else, please alert us immediately because they are ripping us off. Who's ripping us off? I don't know. I'm just saying if anybody happens to see this shit anywhere else. Oh, all right. Um, these people in, the, in, the, in the, the, those photos are wearing them. That's cool. Yeah, that was an expensive photo shoot we had to pay for, my man. That was fun. That was not cheap. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, he was more expensive than the chick. See, I don't get that. Yeah, I'm like a, I can find a guy anywhere, asshole. Put on a t-shirt. But anyway. But yeah, get those t-shirts, get those sweaters. We got a bunch of stuff. Tank tops for the summer. Good stuff on there. Yeah, a little show me potato salad tank. 
So everybody could come up to you and ask you what that means. You could be like, if you don't know, I can't help you. You got to be in, in, the, in the gang. And then you could share the video. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's the whole point of that. Uh, we were going to do listener feedback, but we've run out of time. Frank, we'll do it on the next episode. Promise. Also, Bangers. Banger Hanger. We'll push it. Website. Go check it out. See what our Fix Banger Hangers are for this week. Uh, those are over at anthonyonair.com. Um, I'll be stalking out the comments to hear people's intern or work mess ups. Yeah, tell us. Share. Yeah. I'll be curious to read some of those. Um, and we should be celebrating that the internet is doing such a wonderful thing. That is a good thing. Uh, happy uh, Freedom Day. It's Juneteenth to everybody out there. To happy, happy Father's Day. Day out there. Happy Father's Day. Yes. To everybody celebrating. Um, and uh, Anthony, happy Father's Day to you. Frank, happy Furry Father's Day to you, my friend. Thank you very much. Also, I'm pretty sure you fathered a child with an ex-girlfriend, but I don't want to bring I it up. Told you I told that in I know it's a sore subject with your wife. Damn it. Yeah, she doesn't watch this anyway. Yeah, not, not at least at this point. No. When Janine left, she left. If she was watching it still, she, oh, yeah. yeah. There's no point after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Monday, I'm trying to think. Oh, Monday is uh, Amazon Day. Oh, my God. Amazon Prime Day. Amazon That's Prime. Day. Maybe, you know, buy some of these shirts. Yeah, they <laughs> buy these not available on Prime. Not available on Amazon. For zero percentage off. Right. Can't get a better deal than that. The Show Me Potato Salad mug will also be sixteen ninety nine on Amazon Prime Day. Yep. You will have to pay for shipping. It will take a week and a half to arrive. It's all right. This is why I'm not a billionaire like Bezos. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, because my arm is starting to pulsate, Bill Gates is better than Jeff Bezos. Of course. He's not doing something foolish like going to outer space. Yeah, no, that's crazy. And he can, too. And he's obviously he not no. doing it. No, he knows What does something. that tell you? He knows something. Something's going on up there. But he's a dick anyway. They're all we dicks. signing off? What are we doing? <laughs> They're all dicks. <laughs> They're all dicks. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. AnthonyInter.com has links to everything. The audio version of the show. The video version of the show. The shop. Old interviews. Celebrity interviews. Ugh. We got to give it to somebody.